Are you really taking gambling advice from Potsy in there, no. Smokey? I just Justin asked. Pottinger, who's in for Mallard today. Yeah, I said, I said, are, are you hot? Really? You're hot? Are you hot? No, you're not. not you texted hot. us I'm last night. Hot. You're taking the day off. <laughs> I just, I said, who do you like? He said Utah, and then Waddle said to him, "How far down in the hall are you?" And he said, "Way down." Way yeah, down. No, I'm not doing good like, this week. Right, not doing send, well. Whoever, Smokey, what, what Utah are you could doing? be playing the Hadley School for the Blind. I'm taking them against you. <laughs> I mean. That is what it is. Don't take gambling advice from him, okay? How about Tyler? Uh, I think Tyler's got probably a better track record, don't you, Tyler? I'm having a good week this week. Are you? Yeah. What have you had good a good week with? Uh, a lot. Of, I mean, it's always college basketball around this time. Yeah. Yeah. We've done pretty well. well what else is there to gamble on at this point? The NBA. The NBA. Yes. Yeah. Cool. You gambling on on the NHL? A couple rats in the alley. <laughs> wow. What are you gambling on? Rats in the alley. What are they doing? Who gets to the end first? Yeah, well, you know what? Have you seen? There's a Poxy keeps losing. He's going to be eating them. You know who's pretty good? Shay. (laughs) Shay. Shay's good at it. He sends me his picks every day. Shay's pretty good at college hoops. Nice. He's he's taking my picks. By the way, did you see? Shay tweeted out his request for Mike Lombardi to join the show to Mm -hmm. have a conversation with you. Much more pleasant via text than he really is, I think. As a human. Well, no, as a human, but like when and you were in a sports conversation with him. I was expecting him to, to kind of send a text in the manner in which you talked about Lombardi. Right. But I guess that wouldn't really work. Has hey, you t- thick edit idiot. You yeah. want to come on with Cap? Yeah. No, has, Shea's has, very professional has in that Has Shea way. reached out to Lombardi? Do you know? Has, have you talked to he Shea? He has, and I tweeted I mean, at Mike. since? Oh, I don't know. Stop tweeting at him because he told you that he's not responding to mentions. Right, but he obviously has seen them because I said, Hey, Mike, why don't we have some fun, make a few laughs, bury the hatchet, I extend the olive branch. Why don't you come on the show? When did you do that? A month ago. Okay. Well, he just said to us a couple of days ago that you have to go through his people at... Oh, excuse me. I got to go to the gatekeeper for Mike Lombardi. I will say, I did text Lombardi this morning and just saying, like, hey, we've got Cap in. We'd love to have him re- have you read a page of your book to Cap on the air. And what did and he say? He goes, what page of the book? I'm booked today. <laughs> I tried. Wow. It's good. Tyler, that's good. Like, he had a couple of good lines. I mean, one of them was, I think at one point he said to, didn't he, Tyler? He said, Cap can read my book, and then came back to him and said, or I can read it to him. Yes. He so, did say that. Okay. All right, let's move on to the Bulls. Uh, you're not happy with them. I don't think anybody's happy with the Bulls, right? Look, I think there are so many great Bulls fans in this city, and I think I'm one of them. I think it's Sylvie's favorite team. It is. The fact that they have not, again, if you're just getting in your car, just turning on the radio. I went and did the homework on this because one of our fine listeners tweeted at me and said, check this out. They have not made a trade of any kind that involved a human body. I'm not talking about, I'll give you a second round pick now for two in 19, you know, 2047. A player. So Since you're August saying there may, t- have been, there may have been a trade for some cash or something? No, there was a, they made a deal this for like to exchange second round picks. Okay. They have not traded a player, a human body. Since August of 2021, that's 30 months. 30 months! That's embarrassing. But what bothers me more, I think the front office is incompetent. I truly do. 
I call them the settlers because they do nothing. They accept mediocrity. What do you think their plan is? Do you believe that they ha- they have to have some plan? They like don't we may have not, one. They haven't enunciated it to us. I think in the offseason, what they thought was continuity and better health was going to lead them to better results. They don't have a plan. What bothers me is if I was the owner, and again, Jerry and Michael are really good people. They're bad at running a basketball team. That's just a fact. How do you get up every day and the competitive fire in you doesn't burn where you go, I'm tired of going to these Board of Governors meetings for the NBA and getting my ass kicked and look at the Golden State owner. We we can play the audio. He said, I don't care what the rules are. Figure it out. Our goal is to win win championships. championships, Whatever it costs. Whatever it takes. Look at Tibbs. They're aggressive. They're going out making moves. The Knicks are really good. They may not win the title, but, man, they're in there swinging. And guess what our guys are doing? Nothing. Why do you think that is? I mean, you've been in basketball your entire life. What can the, the, what can the explanation be? Because, look, you're going to have that place is filled regardless. Mm-hmm. That has been proven. Why not fill it and do what you need to do to win? Financially, there, It's one of two things. Either ownership is tying your hands. He says that's not the case. And do you believe, though, that because the Zach Levine max contract hasn't led to Zach Levine playing like a max player mm-hmm. is handcuffing them from doing anything else? They're not allowed? They're, I mean, because you can't even move. I'm sure that AK said, hey, listen, Jerry, it's a lot of money. But at the very least, if it doesn't work out and he doesn't take that next step and become that difference-making player that we're winning because of, we'll be able to deal him. Well, lo and behold, you haven't been able to deal him. It's either that, that ownership has tied their hands, which I think is just insane. You, do, you have no competitive fire. Jerry's 87 years old. You don't have any competitive fire to try to win at all? Well, Michael's running the team at this point, right? Oh, Michael, Jerry, it's their team. It's theirs. It just, I find that embarrassing. I, I cannot believe you would wake up every day and not want to compete. So, so they haven't done anything. Or your front office is incompetent, which I think is part of it. Okay, before we get to some of these cuts from what AK had to say, what they did was nothing. In your opinion, what should they have done? I would have moved DeMar DeRozan. He's 33 years of age. You're not going to win with him. He's in the final year of his contract. Why am I going to give him a multi-year deal at significant money that I would for age do. 34, 35, and 36. And what do you think they could have potentially gotten in return for him? More than you think. I don't, I'm not telling you they would have gotten five first-round picks. They could have gotten draft capital. He's a true pro that can still score somebody that you would think could give you a lift in the postseason. Because post they wallow in mediocrity. Well, if we have him and we get Zach back and... Uh, Vooch is a solid player. Kobe's getting better. Okay, so they should have traded DeMar. A hundred percent. And Alex Caruso. Alex Caruso's like putting earrings on a pig. He's a really good player. It's like a 600-pound man losing weight in his earlobes. It doesn't really make any effect. What are you doing? 600-pound man losing weight in his earlobes. Can you lose weight in your earlobes? I don't know. But I, I don't understand. Why keep him? When he's probably the one, the one, maybe Kobe White would have gotten you more in return. I'm not trading a 23-year-old okay, Kobe Okay, but I'm White. just saying, if, if, if you had to look at the guys on your roster and value who could have brought you most. 
You're I telling think me could have brought you that significant, somewhat significant return. Correct. Now I heard from somebody in the league that I used to work with said they wanted two unprotected first round well, picks. You're not getting that. Okay, you're not getting that. But if I get one first round pick, I'm making why a move. do I love Alex Crusoe? And if I'm trying to win, I want guys like that. I'm nowhere close to winning. You can't. You couldn't find somebody that wanted to make a small deal with you for Andre Drummond. Correct. No, another for what reason? Journeyman, tough, good dude. For what reason? You're telling me that the Bucks or the Lakers or somebody wouldn't have said, "I'll give you a couple seconds." Do you think? Like, I mean, this is the dumbest question I think you I could ever a- ask. But as as we are having this discussion, I think it's pertinent. Do you believe their come from behind win over the T Wolves influenced anything that they did? No. Okay. No. Because that would be like that'd be pathetic. Yes, that would be. Pathetic. You think they look at their record where they twenty four and twenty seven right now? They're in the ninth seed. Mm-hmm. They just so we're gonna hang around. If you if we could have just gotten past who was it the the, the Miami Heat last year mm-hmm. and that second they had play the, lead game. the fourth quarter. No, I know. And that was a game where Zach really disappeared. I think it was over behind and the Miami arc. Miami ended up going to the finals. Yes, and that's are they thinking to themselves? We were just this far away from. Maybe doing what Miami did. And then I, I don't think they see things. Then they're delusional. Yeah. How many Our, times have we seen them? We said, you got to get some perimeter shooting. They had Max Struess on their team out with an go. injury. Never made an offer. This past summer, he said, I'm a free agent. I'm interested. Those read his quotes. Yeah. Never called. It's crazy. Clown show. There's more malpractice, too, with, I mean, not getting rid of Andre Drummond. Right. Agreed. I mean, the fact that he was even somewhat in the the eye like uh some there was interest but in Tyler, guess what they do with second round picks in this city they sell them sell them uh jalen brunson second round pick yeah i missed on Nikola Jokic. how did you second have round pick. would you have jalen i like i made a bet with mark that he would never be an all an all-star at least in his first five years i won that bet by hair i was right with you solid he'll be it's okay. a great story Right. What he's been able what to do. What he's accomplished is amazing. Uh, all right, let's get to some of this sound. Uh, Tyler, you've heard it all. Uh, I believe uh, the first cut here is when AK met the media, what was it, about an hour or so ago, uh, he was asked why there was no trade. I just think that there's so many uh, positive stories around this team. Oh, Jesus. And the biggest wow. thing for me is, like, if you know, you look at every option, it's out there to improve your team and... Uh, we didn't see anything that was going to make us better. Um, uh, we would take a step back, which we don't want. Uh, we want to stay competitive. Uh, we have obligation to this organization and this fan base and the city to stay competitive and compete for playoffs. They haven't truly been competitive for the longest time. Correct. What is their definition of competitive? Being a nine seed? Being in the playoff pick or the the play-in picture? Right. You're not bad enough to get a lottery pick. See, this is where when... Okay, this may be a a conversation that's too far removed. But I I was never a fan of the play-in tournament. Just I just don't like diluting the postseason. Agreed. I don't like it in the NFL. I don't like it. I, I understand the argument for it. But don't you guys believe that having the play-in portion of this this league the the nine and ten get a chance to play that has it has it has inspired teams like the bulls to sit on their hands in moments like this but okay so from 
a fan vantage point, it sucks. But from a league vantage point that d- wants to discourage tanking, right. you're getting what you want. Correct. But if you're a fan of this basketball team, if you're a reasonable fan, you realize they have zero chance of doing anything significant, correct? Zero chance. You are actually fooling yourself into feeling you can make a run because you're the nine seed. Correct. So the play-in tournament has actually inspired you to sit on your hands. Right, because you're willing to settle for mediocrity. Right. Guys, we're okay. I don't want to be 9-73. and 73. We're okay. I'd rather you tear it down. All right, AK was also asked, what were you looking for at the deadline? You know, you always look to improve your team. Um, and not hard those scenarios that. were not coming up. Um, and, you know, we spent, obviously, a couple of days over, you know, uh, with our group. And uh, we decided to, uh, you know, you know, to stay with this group because that gives us the uh, best chance to compete compete this year and you know going into into the summer we could you know we, we obviously this year we control our pick um you know we have you know uh, a lot of our young guys that uh, took a step forward so we're excited about that and the combination i think with our vets that we have right now i think it's uh it's a pretty good formula this uh, is injuries are part of our game and it's 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 not an excuse, but if we look around the league, uh, the teams that are uh, successful right now are the ones that are staying healthy, and we have numerous injuries right now on our roster, and uh, we miss those players. We're much better with them. I still like he comes back to these competing conversation. What are you competing They're for? They're not competing. They're not competitive. Correct. You're three games under 500 right now. That's correct. You're not going to win anything. And I like their coach. Some people go, oh, maybe we need a new coach. It's not on Billy. They have not enough perimeter shooting. They've got injuries. He is correct Let me ask you there. a question, though. How much of the development of someone like Patrick Williams does have to be assumed by the coaching staff? Well, they finally have put money into player development. They hired Peter. Remember Peter Patton played at DePaul? Peter Patton played at DePaul. Exactly. Say it fast. He was the player development head for the Mavericks. Right. They hired him away. He Fantastic. came home. And he, Kobe White gives him a lot of credit. Okay. Plus, Kobe worked that with has, another guy now, in the summer. That was a question. Why hasn't Kobe White developed? And now Kobe White has played very well this year. Correct. Correct. They settle for mediocrity. Make sure you buy your jerseys. Make sure you pay $14 for a beer. And we won't get blown out very often. That's what they give you. But oh. what, what is Billy giving you that somebody else couldn't give you as well? But what is the point of moving on from Billy? What, like, what are you expecting? Freaking John Wooden wouldn't win. I get it, but why, why sign him to some, some contract extension without telling anybody? I agree. Again, why not say, hey, we really like our coach, and we signed him to is an anyone extension. Getting better? Now, this was a, a battle cry Prior to the last two months. But who's getting better with Billy? I, the answer now is Kobe White. 100%. But, okay, uh, AK was asked about uh, his response to some of the criticism because of the lack of movement. Well, I think, um, you know, what we did in 2021, the summer when we turned our roster around, I think we three showed that we can ago. be aggressive. In this particular moment, we didn't see especially at this trade deadline and the market changes all the time is when 
every team or most of the teams in the league are trying to win. Uh, it's a buyer's market, and and you know, and we are trying to stay competitive um, and try not to take a st- step back. And so you're looking at all the options uh, on the table, and we didn't see anything that can improve our team. All right, I, that's, Just I, a I, real quick follow-up. What's wrong with taking a small step back if it makes you better at the start of next season's tip-off? Okay, there's a good Again, question. it's a subjective way of looking at things. It just depends on what was on the table, right? So at this juncture, I'm always going to look at how to improve the team for now that makes us more competitive and for the future. And we didn't have those options available. Is there any insight being delivered at all? Here? None. He gives you nothing. And all I know is Rob Palinka, Lake Forest guy, by the way. Yeah, went to Lake Forest High School. Yeah, he's the GM of the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm-hmm. Last year at the deadline, he remade his team. Yeah. Now, I'm not telling you they're going to go win the championship, but look at Indiana today. Not one deal, not two deals, but three deals. They got Siakam like 10 days, two weeks ago. They're out there swinging, trying. The Knicks made a big trade, swinging and trying. And guess what? The settlers at 1901 West Madison don't care do about what Do we even need to hear what his response to the question, what are you selling to your fans? Take I mean, a guess. Competitive. But. So let's skip that crap. Okay, well, uh, don't play the did ownership support whatever path you took because he'll take whatever pablum they're giving him. <laughs> but I want to hear what he has to say about ownership. Yes, ownership is supporting me, whatever we decide, and, um, you know, moving forward, whatever we, oh, you know, please, we decide mommy, to do make it stop. with this team. But um, competitive You're team, bad at your job. Um, in in the Eastern Conference is what we're trying to accomplish. And, uh, you know, uh, with 30 games to go, we are looking forward to uh, try to make playoffs. Like, I, I don't know how, I don't know how if you're a Bulls fan, you're like running to the, let me, you know what, let me see if I can get some tickets. Are there some tickets available? I want to go watch that team play. Honey, do we have like 800 bucks now, in the account? I want to go buy four tickets now, to again, the Bulls. I, I don't want to be inconsistent here. If that's what you want to do, go then do it. I would never convince, try to convince you, you not to. You do you whatever entertains you. W- with your disposable income. They just inspire. This inspired nothing. Nothing. And, and any time you try to discern what their plan is, you come away with nothing. It's embarrassing. I that's mean, has, that's has, what has I it, don't understand. If you're Michael Reinsdorf... How do you not get in your vehicle, drive to work every day, go, oh, let's go, baby. What are we doing today to get better? Marcus is in Minnesota. He's got a uh, he's got Our a, guy, he's got a question about what the Bulls are doing. Marcus, what's up, buddy? Oh, my God. Um, oh, man. I hope I can speak for Chicago Bulls fans right now. Bring it on. Cap, Cap we're handed the bears another day. Um, so Chicago is the top three biggest cities in the United States. The fan base has to come together. This this ownership in front office needs to be ridiculed. They need to get together on Twitter at the Chicago Bulls and show them the embarrassment that they are for not making any moves. This man brought up 2021. Right. Um, the reporters need to go harder on questioning uh, with, with the questions in the presser because th- those questions didn't seem hard enough. He said the same thing he said last year. Right. And then also listen to it. If you if you hear his tone, he's, his tone didn't even sound like he cared. 
it was just like so. I, I don't know. Maybe it could be a, a language barrier, but his tone was terrible. Oh, uh, he's awful. <laughs> Buddy, might just tweeted at, or texted at me. EJ said, "I'd be pumped if we signed some dude from the East Bank Club where they play oh my pickup God. games." But we did Cap, nothing. I, I, Cap, I, I do want to disagree with you on this, though. I mean, we we, we could agree to disagree, but I disagree about Billy Donovan. I think the Bulls need a good coach. I think they their roster is not the best, but they can be. They could, they should have a better record with the talent they have. They have a young Kobe White on a cheap contract because he's he's playing way better this year, and they want to keep the roles and, and play at the slowest pace in the league. They have a young roster and play at the slowest pace in the league. They should be running a fast paced system like an Indiana the, or something. But like the that. problem is think, they don't have the shooters when they spread the court to make mm-hmm. shots. They just don't. They don't go out and add shooting. They just right. don't know how to put a team together. But, but Cap, tell me why Why is it they brought shooters. They brought Torrey Craig and, and Javon Carter over. And Torrey Craig they missed three months. Right, but what my point is they were considered good shooters when they came over here. Why yeah. are they all of a sudden, every time we bring someone, but then when they come on a team, we still well, When you're Javon shooters. Carter and you're playing with Giannis Antetokounmpo yeah. and Drew Holiday, you get, more good you get a looks. lot of open looks. Oh, kick it to the other side. There's Grayson Allen and Pat Connaughton. We don't have any of that. And, and by the way, just, I mean, Marcus, look at the numbers. Like, when he played for, for the Bucks last year, he shot 42% from behind the arc. So far this year in 49 games, he's shooting 34%. Yeah, that's not the coach telling him to miss those shots. Marcus, have a good day, man. Thanks, Marcus. Appreciate you. Uh, How about Walt in Roselle? Walt, Walt what's up? In Roselle. Hey, Walt. How you doing, guys? What's up? Hey, listen, uh, just a couple of things. Um, I'm not going to comment on AK because I just thought those comments were weird and... Strange, right? They are. So I'm not going to comment on that because that sounded like Boots the other day who said we have enough. And I'm thinking, you have enough for what? To make the play in or not make it? But at any rate, here's my point. Um, Waddle, I met you guys last year at, um, I think it was, um, I don't know, it was a bar in Bloomingdale or Roselle. Okay. And I asked um, Sylvie, how much influence do you think you have on sort of effectuating or, you know, making changes in the city with respect to coaches and GMs and that type of thing. And he said, not much, right? Yeah. I totally disagree with that. I think you guys do. And I think I want to compliment you on this conversation and encourage you to keep it up because you guys make a lot of difference. You have a lot of influence on having changes being made in this city with respect to coaches. If this were, and I want to disagree with Cap on one thing. I'm jumping around here. But we have too many Caps when it comes to uh, Billy Donovan, right? Billy Donovan is not a very good coach. And if this were Jim Boylan, you guys would run him out of here in three months like he did. Well, my question, Jim Jim conducted himself like a clown. Yeah, but his results were no better than Billy Donovan's or no worse. Cap is over here, Walt, mixing up some sort of potion. I, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm distracted. I don't know what the hell he's doing over here, Walt, but he's got a like a little. I don't know. Are you putting like some sort of illegal substance into your water bottle? No, it's electrolyte. I think he's oh. drinking that substance because you know what? I called Cap like two years ago and I said, Cap, um, uh, Patrick, 
Patrick uh, Williams is a bust. And he basically killed me for I that. I said comment. to you, I remember it. I said to you, yeah. he's 18 and years of age. Yeah. Are you going to apologize to me? No, because you're the same guy that called and said, Lowry no. Markinen, there's another bust. Guess what? That guy's going to his second All-Star game. Because we don't know how to develop people, and we don't show any patience to develop them. And who's that on? Thanks, Walt. Could that be attached to the uh, coach? The whole system. Okay. Billy's going to wear some of that 100%. 100%. It's on AK, I- the AI creation that they have sitting there, a mannequin playing GM. I, I go back to, I don't believe that because we sit in front of a, a, a microphone that we have a significant impact on their decisions. Jerry Reinsdorf is going to make whatever decisions Jerry Reinsdorf wants to make on his he baseball team. He does not get in his car and go, no. oh, Sylvie and right. Waddle want me to do Absolutely this. No, not. Shot. no, nobody does. No, Nobody's doing any of that. No. And it's not the responsibility of anyone other than those that are running their teams to provide solutions. When they walk in and they say, oh, God, half the stadium's empty? Yeah. That is the only I, thing that gets there. Listen, you shouldn't need anybody else to hold you accountable for not succeeding. Let me just tell you real quick. Yeah, I know you have to break. They should have drafted Tyrese Halliburton. We had AK on last time he would come on. And he said, we just thought Patrick had more upside. Okay. Bad decision there. Bad decision. Well, and the Bulls drafted uh, Williams at four. Halliburton went where? Five. Oh, he did? He Was he five? Didn't he go five or six, seven maybe? He was right there. And on top of it, you would never have signed Lonzo freaking ball if you had drafted Halliburton. Huh? Twelve. That's what I thought. I thought Halliburton was in a, you know. They had him in. They liked him, but they went with Patrick Wayne. All right, you know what? Twenty-two years of age. What we're going to do next is we're going to segue into something a little bit different. It's called Waddle's World. So oh, baby, buckle up. That's Caps Corner. This is Waddle's World, and in Chicago, Tom Waddle. He can't run. He's not fast, but he gets open. Bears legend. Amazing. Nine career TDs in the NFL. He caught everything that was thrown and took every hit that they could give him. Tom Waddle. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Welcome to Waddle's World. Come inside. Let's Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Waddles World brought to you by our great friends and partners at Wintrust Community Banks. They are Chicago's banks. Find your nearest Wintrust Community Bank. Visit Wintrust.com slash find us. Member FDIC. We were having a little conversation off the air about some of the trades that were made, none made by our Chicago Bulls as they Stand pat and make no moves. What a joke. And I said to you, uh, which one of these moves catches your attention? Is it maybe Robin Lopez to the Kings? And he got waved too. Smokey in there. Justin Pottinger goes, Hey, which (laughs) one of the Lopez is the older brother? They're twins. I said I said Smokey, they're they're twins. I don't know, maybe there was several minutes between the two of them arriving on this planet. You're better well, at that, Smokey. Then when so I said to him, I said, they're well, twins. I was, I was he thinking, goes, well, which one's older? Because I'm like, how are these guys still playing? They're like 35 years old. And then I'm like, wait, which one's older? It was a brain fart. It was a it's bad just, I, The only reason I mentioned his name, Robin Lopez, <laughs> is because his name was at the top of the list. There were is a couple- there a deal on that list that, that catches your attention? Bojan Bogdanovich, Alec Burks to the Knicks for Quentin Grimes, Evan Fournier, Malachi Flynn, and two second-round picks to the Pistons. Do you believe that there was a time when when T. 
Tibbs would have been interested in, in Zach Levine earlier before the injury, obviously. He is all, when we've talked to, to Tibbs. He always said nice things about him. Yeah, he talked to us last year about how impressed they would have taken he was all that with money. the improvement. I don't think they'd have taken that money. Really? Uh, P.J. Washington to the Mavericks. Grant Williams, Seth Curry, and a first-round pick to the Hornets. Uh, Daniel Gafford, the former Bull, from Washington to the Mavs for Rashawn Holmes and a future first-rounder to the Wizards. Gordon Hayward to the Thunder. I mean, these teams, the Thunder's blowing things up. How come we can't do any of that? Boy, wouldn't you like to be Oklahoma City with, you know, oh my what God. their future That's looks the like? the guy they wanted to hire in the pandemic hit. I mean, they still have a plethora of first-round picks, don't it's they? It's crazy. Pat Beverly to the Bucks for Cameron Payne and a second-round pick to the Sixers. Dougie Buck McBuckets, McDermott to the oh Pacers. Dougie McBuckets. Um, He's still shooting the ball pretty well, isn't he? He is. He yeah. Shoot the crap out of it. Were you going to say the piss out of I it? Was. I was. Listen, did. listen. I mean, you, I think he can say that. I mean, Brian Urlacher told Sylvia and I to piss off two days ago. I heard piss that. off. When, piss off. When I was scouting. By the way, have you ever been to the Super Bowl? Never. And you don't have any desire to go unless the like, Bears I've never are in. Been, well, I went to the game when the Bears played the Colts. When I was working for Fox, usually you go and then you're gone by Saturday afternoon. I have never been to the festivities. I've never been down to a Super Bowl. Really? I've been to three Stanley Cup finals. I, I mean, listen, I've been to you at Final Fours where everyone's wearing a sweatsuit. And they're all like, hey, coach, Killing each other, coach. coach. Yeah. I've been drinking to- shots with Larry Eustachie. Remember Larry, that? Well, yeah. Uh, Bob Huggins, I think I did yeah. a shot with Bob Huggins at the bar. Oh, he was hammered. Hammered. Uh, been to probably 25 Final Fours. But you've never been to the Super Bowl. I've been to the World Series. Greatest moment of my life. Sorry, Mindy. Um, well, uh, unless until you get the, the yard pass and you go to Chapel Hill for six months. Pass. Yeah. Whatever. Um, I've been to the NBA Finals multiple times. Yeah, I've seen it all except the Super Bowl. And you don't have any desire? Unless the Bears are playing. Okay. No. No. It is quite a uh, quite a display of grandeur. Oh, I bet if the Bears are in it, I was I'm all so in. hungover. And when we were the Bears were there, and I only I think I think Lance was the only person in the in the late uh, the Fort Lauderdale Convention Center that was in as bad a shape as I was. Lance, Lance, Lance yeah, Lance was with us, and like I was there. I think Sylvie was here. And we were doing an interview with Lance. I was there. Lance was there. And what I think year was we this? melted a microphone, the two of us. What year was this? I think it was... wasn't when they were playing. Forget what year it was. I remember you going to the Super Bowl. You, I think we were still working together to do Pro Football Weekly. You, Hamp and yeah. Randy White were yeah. sitting at yeah, the that's bar. A classic story. They were drinking. You left, came back six hours later. They were still sitting in the same two seats. They didn't know who you were right. and thought you wanted an autograph. Yes, you wanted an autograph, little true. buddy? I was with Pat, Pat Boyle, PB wow. and I. Yeah. Wow. That's after I picked PB off the ground. He fell off his stool at a blackjack table. We lasted two hands. That drug, huh? Well, I think he just tripped. I mean, we had a blast. We had a blast. Okay, anyway, anything else on that list that you were interested in? Uh, no, I think I gave you all. Gordon Hayward getting traded was interesting. Kelly Olynyk got moved, but Buddy healed. Like, the Pacers are making trade after trade after trade after trade. And the two goofs running our franchise, 
Nothing. And Nothing. yes, I call them goofs. You did. Because they're bad. They're bad at their okay, job. But you don't, need to, you don't need to do all the name calling. They're, the um, settlers. Did you see Vladdy Guerrero Jr. won a record $19.9 million in salary arbitration yesterday? He gave them a 6-2 lead, players over owners so far in arbitration with 10 to go. $19.9 million salary arbitration victory. What is your team doing? My team? Yeah. My team's gearing up. For what? They better get some more. Uh, uh, that's what I'm asking you. Yeah. What are they doing? What are they doing? I told you. I talked to Jed. I called him. Yeah. I said, are we getting anything else done here? And what we're, did he say? We're working on it. Is he allowed to tell you what he was and thinking? I, and I, he just he said, season didn't start today. That was his response to me. He was laughing. Are you and starting I, to get a little bit nervous, yes. though? Yes. And I said, Jed, just letting you know, if we don't add... Something of consequence to our everyday lineup. I'm going scorched earth. I'm taking a flamethrower to you. I'm Mike Lombardi and you. And what did he say? Did he just laugh? He did. He said, "I'm working. I'm getting. Let me get my work what, done." So, what are they waiting for? Like, are, are you are you all on board for for Cody Bellinger or Matt Chapman? How about both? You're in a big city. You, you should happening. have you. Well, you should have. You have the I budget. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. But that's never going to happen. Why? Because they think that this kid, Matt Shaw, who they drafted last June. Did you say Matt Mervis? Matt Shaw. Oh. From Maryland. He's going to be their third baseman. They think there's a chance he's here this year. He's the number 26 prospect in all of baseball. They don't want to lock up Matt Chapman on a five-year deal and then go, this kid's ready to go. Can he play another position? Matt Chapman? No, this kid. Yeah, he could play second. But we have Nico Horner. Okay, so you're just going to sit around and do nothing and wait for these these prospects. I'm not to saying develop. that. I've, I've always said I want to let our kids play, but I also I need Cody Bellinger back here or Matt Chapman. What does a Cody Bellinger deal look like in your world? If it starts with a two two hundred million or yeah. more, the Cubs are out. Well, they've never signed a two hundred million dollar contract. That's to correct. One eighty four is their most, and that was Jay Jason Hay- Hayward. 155, John Lester. How about the White Sox? Biggest deal they've ever signed was Andrew Benintendi, Benintendi. 75 million. And, and, and the, this is, I mean, in the Royals two days ago. Just did 288.8. Yeah. That, I mean, how do, how can the Royals do that? But the team on the south side. Can't. Dude, my partner hoodie snapped. He was like, that's it. I'm a free agent. I'm done. When Bobby Witt Jr. signed yes. that contract? Yes. He and, was and, and, and I, I think, you know, we talked to, to, to Jeff Passan yesterday, and we asked him about it. And Passan said, look, they're trying to build a new stadium, and this was kind of like their commitment to their fans. Look, we're asking to build the stadium. We're going to probably get some public support for it. We're committing to our team. We're committing to spending some money. This is our gesture to let you know that we're serious. We're keeping this kid around. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Jim Nance on the Tony Romo criticism. I don't know if you saw the story, but Tony was asked about it when the CBS has the the broadcast. And I don't think he's great. I think he's regressed. But I'm not like, oh, my God, he's the worst ever. I'm not there. I know some people are. Jim defended him. Yes, he did. Where would you put Tony in your power rankings for NFL color analysts? 
Wow. I think I think at this point, I, and I really, I've always liked Aikman Troy Aikman. One. I think Greg Olson's the best. Yeah, I would at have, this point. I like Aikman okay. one. Greg Olson two. Collinsworth three, and Tony Romo, Romo comes four. in fourth. Yeah. Well, if you're fourth in a four horse race, I mean, that's not good, Cat. Well, he still he still entertains me. How? I With enjoy what? the game. What does he do that entertains you? Tyler, does Tony Romo entertain you? He does not entertain me here. But the thing for I don't hate for him. Though, He's not like, the greatest. He has him fourth, but he has him fourth out of like all the major networks. So he's just fourth on his depth chart. He's still technically a quote unquote one. Well, who am I? Oh, you're saying I, I just took the lead well, guy. Yeah, just that's leads. all I was okay. asking. But I mean, anyway, do you Jim like Nance. certain twos more than you like Romo, Cap? Well, give me the twos. Uh, Charles Davis. Nope, not as much um, as Romo. I guess NBC doesn't really have a two unless you count, like, Jason Garrett. Nope. Um, no, or um, Todd Blackledge. Nope. Um, and then Fox. Who's Fox's number? Joe. Da- who's Joe Davis with? Daryl, uh, Amin, who Amin's I love. with Schlera. Uh, Schlera. Uh, okay, who's with Daryl Johnston? Might be Joe that Davis. That may be Joe Davis. Yeah, no. Anyway, uh, Jim Nance says, I couldn't be happier. I love working with Tony. With all the indications that this will be the most watched Super Bowl of all time, Nance and broadcast partner Tony Romo will be under an intense spotlight. This will be nothing new for the duo who will be calling their third Super Bowl together. This will be the seventh Super Bowl overall for Nance. We've had the conversation whether or not Jim Nance says this may be his last one. I don't However, think so. after starting his career as a fan and media darling... Romo has faced increased scrutiny from viewers and critics. Asked, he's not great. Nance, he's regressed. I think I said to you. Nance was asked if the recent Romo backlash has bothered either of them. Never had one conversation with Tony about it. Nance said, "Not one." I mean, I take it as uh, a foregone conclusion from what people tell me that everybody gets criticism. You've told me that before. You're the one that's told me before. Don't go on social media is probably the, the best advice he said he's been given. I, I, I don't think it sounds as if there is lovey-dovey of a broadcast partnership as they're making it sound. You don't think so? I don't. And I, we asked the question whether or not Jim Nance may, this will be the end for him. And then Meller brought up that he's got to pay his ex-wife. What is his? The, the, 72 grand a 72 month. 72 grand a month in alimony. Wow. Yeah, so maybe... But I had it hard. Um, you, I am assuming you don't pay $72,000 a month. No, I'm done with all that. Okay. No. Yeah, that was a long time ago. That's 25 years ago. Excellent. Uh, okay, uh, time to take a break. When we come back, I have some odd stories for you, including one about a vending machine that could help you with an STD. That's next. Really? Chicago's home for sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Waddle and Sylvie are back on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Uh, this is a story that Tyler Aki. How old are you, Tyler? You're 25? 26. 26. I asked him that yesterday, too, and he seemed a little uncertain yesterday. Just like today. He hands me this story and giggles like a child. Licking Hole Brewery in Goochland closed indefinitely while owner deals with health issues. Licking Hole Brewery in Goochland. Where closed is Goochland? indefinitely. Where do you think Goochland is? Tyler, where's Goochland? 
near Uranus. No, it's in Virginia. (laughs) Wow. Here's the thing. It's actually in Virginia. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) It's near... Obviously, you were referencing the planet, of course. That was course, yeah. That was good. That was... that was quick. That was quick. Where's that? He goes, Uranus. I mean, Virginia. Near Uranus. I mean, Virginia. There's really no big story here other than the headline. He goes, here's a good one for you. Licking Hole Brewery in Goochland closed indefinitely while the owner deals with health issues. That's like the... Tyler, what was the name of that source that broke the uh, big sports story back in the day? Wet butt something? Lost I don't me. think that was legit, was it? That was legit. Was it? Yes. What was that? About? Um, Hold on, I'm going to look it up. Okay, this was the other story I gave you. Can vending machines actually help curb STDs? A study of test dispensing machines in England points to an innovative way to help expand sexual health services. Vending machines offering tests for sexually transmitted infections hold promise as a way to reach people with sexual health services, according to a study that comes on the heels of recent increases in STDs in both the United States and England. For the study published in the journal Sexually Transmitted Infections, researchers analyzed data associated with nearly a dozen vending machines in two regions of England that were stocked with free kits to help detect several different STDs. The machines were placed in areas including a library, university student union, a sauna... Why would you put a, a vending machine in a sauna, medical right. facilities, community center, uh, and a cafe, among other things? I guess, you know, I mean, you get yourself a text uh, to, right next uh, to, you know, you get yourself a uh, Clark bar. Maybe a bottle of water. You can get a uh, test for uh, gonorrhea. Clark bars? I'm sure they do. Why wouldn't they make a Clark bar? I've never seen them in the store. Uh, by the way, I did find it. Wet Butt 23 and Katy Perry's Booty Hole were the Reddit users who scooped the baseball world on the Quintana to the Cubs. Did we say that? We just did. Wet Butt you're, 23 you're and Katy guy, Perry's you're, Booty you're Hole. You're the guy in there, Tyler, that, that steered us to Uranus as the destination for said brewery. I can't find Virginia, the story though. either you gave me about... Uh, Mount Everest. Isn't your wife? Is she going? Uh, is she going? My to, wife leaves two weeks from tomorrow for Mount, Mount Kilimanjaro. Kilimanjaro. She and three of our sons and her sister are hiking Mount Kilimanjaro. Okay, that's different than Mount Everest. Mount Everest is like through the snow and oh, that's no, like that's there's it. people that don't make it back from that. Right, Kilimanjaro is not easy. Everest is that's a that's a climbing. So what, thing. what do they do? You have to like get prepared for that. Oh God, she's been training for over six months. What, what do you do for training? Like she does 80 to 100 flights of stairs in our house, like from the basement up to the second floor with a weighted vest on or a backpack. How many weight. times a day? She's definitely wearing wearing your the, the 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 rugs, the runners on your steps. Or is yeah. it just hardwood? Hardwood. Be careful. And then last Saturday, Garrett, Alex, me, Mindy, and our sister-in-law, Mindy's sister, Veronica... We went to the Aeon building. 
We took the elevator up to 55 where Alex's office is, dropped yeah. our coach there, walked from 55 down to 1, turned around, walked all the way up to 83 and back to 55. How long did it take you? Hour 20. Soaked. Oh, my God. Did you take any break? I stopped when my heart rate got to 162 or 3. Yeah. Let it get down to like one. And the Aeon people were fine with you doing this yeah. in their, their stairwells? Yeah. Did you have to ask for permission? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, this was a story that Tyler gave me as well. Mount Everest climbers will need to bring poo bags to base camp. People climbing Mount Everest will now have to clean up their own feces and bring it back to base camp to be disposed of. Yeah, Mindy. Our ha- mountains have begun to stink. Right. They're so saying. She has to bring those bags. So you just. I don't think Eight I'm equipped nights for this. We'll take them for the hike. No bathrooms. So what do you bring with you? They have a backpack with, I don't know, 20 pounds of stuff in it. Do you have a tent that you sleep yeah, in? Yeah, there's a gu- there's like two guides that... If you make it, do you get tickets to the Duke-North Carolina game? Yes. You do? Yes. <laughs> the last day, they wake you up at midnight and you hike for 17 hours to get to the summit. When you get to the top, you take a picture, you turn right back around, you come down to 10,000 feet. It, it's 19,000 feet. So it's very hard to breathe. Oh, God. The altitude is brutal. Wow. So I was invited to go, and I said, no. I'm going to hard yeah. pass that. But well, I'll have awesome. a bag of chips in your honor. Yeah, that's good. I'll have a scotch, okay? You have a bag of chips, I'll have a scotch in their honor. But I, I wish them the best. That's, that's crazy. Edible. I will lay on the couch with the dogs and... Pray they come home safe. All right. That's Waddle's World. I apologize for it. When we come back, a little something we like to call Aki's A-List as we discuss some of the things that may have slid under the radar. That's next.